Ladies and gentlemen, there is simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Nate Dickinson and the Locked on Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked on Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Alrighty, gang, on today's episode, massive, massive Alex Van Summeren commit, and we talked to his high school coach, Jake Kokelard. All right, let's roll, baby. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, dogs, cats, whatever you are. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to, well, kind of the new era of the Locked On Spartans podcast. Yes, I am your host. Matt Sheehan, um, if you have been off the grid for a little bit, this is your first episode in a while. Sorry to say, but Will Hunter is gone. He has hung up his microphone last week, so it is just me riding solo. So after I tell you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, I'll give you a short rundown of what to expect here uh, moving forward from the kind of newish Lockdown Spartans podcast. All right, make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Okay, that's done. Um... Guys, what uh, I want to start off with first, though, is just thanking you for listening to this. Um, whether you're just riding with us anyway, um, even if you were a huge Will Hunter fan, and of course, who isn't? He did a fantastic job here. Uh, I can't thank you enough for your time, your patience, and uh, your listenership moving forward. Um, whether you are a fan or you're just cynical enough to see how on earth the demise of this show plays out, thank you, thank you, thank you for Still giving the show a shot here. Um, got a great football season coming up, exciting basketball season, and a lot of mailbags in between that, I'm sure. So, what to expect here? Um, of course, I got to pull an anecdote out from the 2014-15 MSU basketball season, because that's how I roll. I like to compare things to other events that have happened. And I remember Adrian Payne, he leaves the program. He was a great outside shooter. And uh, 2014-15 starts out with his second game against Duke, and Matt Costello, not really known for his outside shooting skill, uh, decides to J up a three-pointer. It did not go well, and of course, I'm going to be paraphrasing here about what was said and whatnot, but there's a little bit of confusion, like, Matt, why why are you doing that? that? That's not really your game. Costello says, some long lines of, well, Payne's gone. I just want to fit, you know, where he left the hole. And Coach Izzo, teammates are like, no, 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 no. play your game. I feel like Adrian Payne here was Will Hunter. You know, that was the guy with a lot of great analytical talk, X's and O's. He was really good in the advanced stats. Guys, I'm not going to BS you and try to convince you that I know everything about that. That would not go well. I would come off as an even bigger idiot than I usually do sometimes. So I'm just really going to play my game. I'll be the same host, same person, passionate, fiery, up and down roller coaster, but... If you are into the numbers, guys, and this leads into my next point, I'm going to try to have as many guests on as I possibly can. That means, of course, people smarter than me. That shouldn't be hard to find. Uh, guys that do know the analytics. Hey, maybe even Will comes back every once in a while. But even if not, we're going to get some good minds on this show, whether they're former players, whether they're from the press, whether they're just great minds that I find online. Remember, kids, always talk to strangers online. might lead you to good things. I'm going to try to get as many guests as possible. Not just for, you know, their minds, but also, I I know that you guys at home don't want to hear me go on and on and on, just one man on a microphone, over and over and over again. 
yes, those shows will happen. I mean, I'm going to have some solo shows here and there where I don't have a guest and we're just going to roll, baby. It's going to be a great time. But for the most part, yeah, hey, guests are going to be a staple of this show. And if you have anyone that you think would be an awesome guest, whether you have connections to a player or anyone that you think is interesting inside or outside the program, please let me know. I'd be absolutely willing to listen to anyone that wants to hop on the show, should they have some stature in the MSU uh, community, of course. And uh, so what else can you expect from here? Probably shorter, more concise episodes. Uh, the Locked On Network wants our episodes to be like 20 to 25 minutes. And if you were a listener of uh, the shows with me and Will, <laughs> you know we can ramble, you know we can go long. But guys, uh, in this new era, especially if I'm doing solo shows, they might be shorter. They might be in that 20 to 25 minute window. Might be setting a bad example right now at the top because I think this one's going to top out at around 30 minutes again. So already on a roll there. And last but not least, what can you expect? Well, I could try my best effort to stop this. Uh, I'm going to try to stop jinxing everything into oblivion now. Um, that was a theme of our show in the past. And I would really like it to not be a theme of our show in the future. Uh, as you know, yeah, we talked about, hey, Shakur Brown getting drafted. <laughs> oh, no, certainly he doesn't go undrafted. Or, you know, after the Michigan game, talking about, hey, Rocky is a really good starter. He could be a draft pick. Or me bloviating, saying that MSU has a really, really, really great basketball team after last year's Duke game. And now, well, if you listen to one of the episodes prior to this one from the last week, talking about how Aaron Henry would get drafted. Yep, that's another jinx uh, for the old Locked On Spartans podcast. So we're going to try to stray away from that. And let's just talk about the Aaron Henry situation from um, whatever day the draft was. doesn't matter because, well, he... he didn't get drafted if you were off the grid for that one as well. We talked. He was slated mid-second round from a lot of mock drafts. There was only a few that had him undrafted. There was at least one that had him going late first round. So, yeah, I I am surprised to see him go undrafted. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, act all, oh, Mr. Know-it-all, and be like, oh, I'm not sh- shocked that he didn't get drafted. Like, no. I mean, yeah, he has flaws in his game. 29% shooting from three isn't necessarily going to jazz NBA GMs up to the moon. But still, like, lengthy defender, great defender, good ball distributor. But still falls through the cracks and gets uh, picked over from some guys that, wow, you look at their names and that's a, it's a head scratcher. And, hey, it's not just me that thinks that, of course. I mean, no kidding. But I'm just going to point out a piece from The Athletic. They do sensational work over there. Uh, this is from John Hollinger and Sam Vicini, two great NBA minds. They did a full report card of the draft day, and they looked at each team's pick, where they picked them, and then they would both say, like, well, this is who I would have picked in this situation. John Hollinger was so high on Aaron Henry that he said that he would have picked Aaron Henry at 29 to the Brooklyn Nets. No, 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 not one of the Nets' second-round picks. He would have taken Henry in the first round. So if he is surprised... That he, well, fell out of the draft. Whew, yeah, then that's uh, certainly a surprise. Now we all know the, the ins and outs of his game. We don't have to keep on beating that horse. But Hollinger also did note that Henry had some negative background reports that came back and built to the draft, which honestly, that, that's a shock to me. I'm sure it's a shock to you. Who knows how accurate they are? Of course, Hollinger's very plugged in with scouts, coaching staffs. This and that. And it's not Hollinger himself saying that Henry had a bad track record. But that definitely raised, actually, both eyebrows for me. That, what? Okay. But, hey, I mean, 
it is what it is. He had the quad injury, couldn't play in the five-on-five sessions at the Combine. So, yeah, I, it's it's a big mystery, but it's also nice that he kind of gets his pick of the litter for the team. You know, that's, that's the one shining piece of being a undrafted free agent on draft time. Is, well, you kind of get to pick where you go, and he's going to go to the 76ers, who are no stranger of having a guy that's great on defense and can't really shoot the ball well on their team. I digress, though. Um, it's it's a good spot for him to be in. Hey, Philly's a competitive team. Uh, even after the draft, when he goes undrafted, you just keep reading about how his defense will translate to the NBA if it's not already at that level. So hopefully he finds a spot on the floor um, in part of his two-way contract. But yeah, kind of a tough start to the weekend for the Spartans, but ho, <laughs> ho, Oh, did it get better after that one? We will get right to that. But first, guys, I, I got to talk to you beautiful people about Built Bar. That's right, guys. Built Bar. We're still talking about it. Oh, <laughs> you bet. You're sweet. You know what? They we're still going to talk about Built Bar. Guys, I housed a Built Bar. Housed a Built Bar over the weekend on the golf course. A golf course that I spent. Actually, I'll get to that later. Never mind. Uh, Guys, we've been talking up and down about Bilt Bar time and time again. It's because, well, yes, of course, they, they pay us money to do it for advertising. But I will tell you, even if you just pulled up to me the side of the street, I would be like, guys, Bilt Bar, it is so good. I love it so much. Absolutely annihilated the grasshopper cookie flavor. They had flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry orange, cookies, and cream German chocolate. And if you want to dabble in all those flavors, guys, get the mixed box. Two of each of the nine flavors for a grand total of a lot of bars in the box. Uh, most of them, guys, are 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from just 130 to 180. Only four or five grams of sugar, which is crazy because it tastes like a candy bar. And only four or five grams of net carbs. Guys, order today. Do it. But make sure you use the promo code Locked On to get 15% off your first order. Promo code Locked On. That's one word at built.com for 15% off your order at built.com. That's right. Wait, what's that? <laughs> oh, what's that in the distance? That, my friends, is the four-star air horn, baby. That's right, because we toot that when we get a big four-star commit in the Mel Tucker era. <laughs> you know, I'll play it again one more time. Yep. Yes. All right, guys. Unless you were hanging out with Patrick Starr under a rock over the weekend, um, Michigan State got a massive, massive commit, quite literally and figuratively, to start the weekend in Alex Van Summeren. Yes, I'm talking about the top 200 rated player, the number 26 rated defensive lineman, and the number four player in the state of Michigan, all those per the 24-7 sports composite, and the guy who's rated as a .9269. Nice. Uh, that would be the highest rated commit of this cycle, and the second highest in the Mel Tucker era, of course, trailing none other than Ma'a Naatioteote. I'm guessing I did a C-minus job on that name. <laughs> Not a lot of confidence behind that, but you guys know who I'm talking about, the stud linebacker outside of California. Guys, make no mistake, th this is a massive commitment, a massive, massive commitment from a kid that just about had every program after him. I mean, he took officials to Texas A&M, 
took an official to Penn State, took an official to Northwestern, held offers and was in communication with the coaching staffs too from these schools. Alabama, Clemson was trying to get him down for a visit. You got Stanford, you got Oregon, you got Wisconsin. I'm sure the Detroit Lions gave him a phone call, maybe the Bears, I don't know. But got, he had every every program conceivable, minus a, a few that were missing out on the boat. Uh, offers just thrown at him and... This was a kid that at one time was committed to the Paul Bunyanless program down the road. Of course, Michigan Wolverines. So I'm talking about, but decommitted in February. And of course, that's around the timeline where his brother, Ben, now a linebacker at Michigan State, entered the transfer portal. So you might have a small group of fans. I don't want to, you know, paint too broad with a stroke, but you have some Michigan fans, some Michigan recruiting media saying like, oh no, we. We cool off Alex Van Sunnard for a while. You didn't steal him from us? No. Okay, yeah, because that's that's when you cool off of a kid, when he starts getting offers from Bama and Clemson and AM and Penn State. Right, yeah, that's, mm. Oh, those programs offering him? <laughs> oh, no, he's not up to snuff for our great program. No, make no mistake. This is a massive win for the Mel Tucker era. Talking with Alex Van Sunnard's high school coach, and if it's not clear by now, uh, his coach said that he's not chasing a big logo. He's chasing a program that has that tight-knit family feel, the one that's going to be right for him. It's not about brand name. Not to say that Michigan State isn't still a top 25 brand name in college, but oh boy, who are we kidding? Bama knocks on your door. Clemson knocks on your door. You go to Penn State. You go to A&M. And you still pick Michigan State? No, no, no. That's, that's a massive win right there, and that's big for the Mel Tucker era. I know a lot of people, myself included, were looking at these three stars pouring. And don't get us wrong, we, we love you know how MSU's 2022 class is shaping up. But still, it's like, okay, well, getting paid a lot of money here. You notice know, as a recruiter, where are these four-star kids? How about Monday, Antonio Gates Jr.? How about Friday, Alex Van Summer? And so, yeah, now we're starting to see the Mel Tucker era take some shape here. It's massive. Massive. And speaking of massive guys, here are the measurables on Mr. Van Summeren. Six foot three, 300 pounds, and that is a solid 300 pounds. That is not a 300 pounds that's going to get pushed around easily. Woohoo! No siree, Bob. He'll be pushing everyone else around. Guys, his motor is incredible. The kid is intense, and I, you know, just look at any snippet of film, whether it's a workout, whether it's in game, a practice, I, whatever that you want to watch him do, you can see it come out. The, the kid's intense, and it shows on the field. And, boy, I cannot wait to see him bull rush between the tackles. That's going to be a hoot and a half when he comes up to East Lansing. And when he comes up to East Lansing, guys, uh, you know, of course, he's going to have some competition because the D-line room is not bad, pretty good, I mean, all things considered. Not bad. We got Jalen Hunt, Jacob Slade, Deshaun Mallory, Maverick Hansen. That's a, that's a strong quartet. Probably won't start off the bat. That's, again, just my guess. But then again, look at the kid. Look how he's built. Look how he plays the game. I, I, I would bet a good wage that he's going to get some nice nice playing time here early on in a Michigan State uniform. And, well, why not? Let's let's showcase that. Yeah, hey, if you're a four-star, you want to come to Michigan State? <laughs> we got some green grass for you to play on, baby. All right. Uh, that now puts Michigan State at 23 in the country, I mean, which is fantastic. Yes, there's a lot of moving parts. Still move around. MSU might slide down a little bit when it's all set and done. But, hey, right now, if you're ranked 23 in the nation, which is incredible considering where MSU is for a program right now, 
new coaching staff. Hey, did you guys hear about COVID? Yeah, that shut some things down, so that made recruiting pretty hard. And also, as it stands right now, you got the number six ranked Big Ten class right now. MSU was 10th ranked last year, so that is how we are doing. All right, guys, uh, why listen to me talk about Alex anymore? I mean, you'd think you would want to hear from a guy who actually coaches him day in and day out and then day in and then day out again. So let's just get right to him. But first, guys, let's hear from the wonderful people of BetOnline.ag. Yes, BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. So is golf. Uh, and you attract all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sideline anymore, guys. Come on, get up. This is your shot to get into the game as your team preps for their run to the playoffs. Okay, hopefully, unless you're a Tigers fan, that's debatable. Uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's right, guys, 50%. Welcome bonus. Just smashing that promo code locked on at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, I am super honored and surprised uh, to be joined by head coach of Essexville Garber High School, Jake Cocolard. I say surprised because uh, Alex Van Summer just committed about a half hour ago or an hour ago, and wow, we have his head coach already with us. Thank you so much for your time, Jake. How on earth are you doing on this Friday? Uh, doing great. Um, just uh, I knew the news was kind of coming, but uh, I thought uh, things have been popping uh, pretty good in the last sure. hour here. So uh, it's been exciting. No doubt. And okay, so you heard that the news was coming down the pipeline. When you knew that a commitment was coming, how big of a surprise was it to you that it was going to be Michigan State in the end? Or did you always kind of have a hunch that it was going to be the Spartans the whole time? You know, um, that's that's a tough question. Um, I'm uh, extremely proud of Alex, uh, no matter what he decided to choose. Um, I'm I always have his back, as well as our our football coaches and our program. And uh, you know, I helped in any way that I possibly could in talking to other coaches. Um, I just I never got in his way or or told him what I thought he should do. That's not my decision. That's that's his and his parents. And so I just supported him as much as possible. Um, obviously, there was a lot of uh, what people would call um, big dogs out there. Sure. Were chasing him, like in Alabama, like Clemson, uh, Penn State. I mean, many, many great schools. Um, and in the end, he really wanted to um, go somewhere that he felt was home, that he, he felt really good about the coaching staff. Um, and he wasn't just going to chase a logo necessarily. Um, so uh, just very proud of him. He's, he's taken his time on this. It's been very taxing uh, stress-wise on him, I believe. And um, in the end, it came down to a couple schools, and uh, he chose Michigan State. 
And you also coach his brother, uh, Ben Van Summeren, who, of course, transferred from Michigan to Michigan State in the offseason. Now, I think there's a four-year gap between the two of them. How much do they work together, though? Is this something that, you know, you see time and time again on the field in the offseason? Or what, what's their relationship like from a head coach's perspective? Uh, ben and Alex? Yes. Yep. Um, well, I mean, they, they have a pretty tight relationship, even though they are a few years apart. Um, so obviously when Ben went away to college, they, they haven't been able to spend as much time together. I don't think as they'd like, but they're, they're very close. Um, I think they talk a lot, um, a lot of support between both of them. It's always been that way. Um, when, when Ben was in high school, uh, early on, uh, Alex was just a young man, uh, a big young man, but, uh, (laughs) he was, uh, always in support, always at his brother's games, always by his side. And, and now I think, you know, that we're in opposite places. Ben is so much supportive of, of Alex. And I know they work out hard together whenever they can, whenever they're in the same area um, and, and Ben's home. So um, I, they have a tremendous, uh, you know, relationship. And the whole family is just, just a super family. Can't get better. Love it. That's, I mean, always fantastic to hear. Um, now, back to Alex. In one word, just one word, that's right, going to make this tough for you. How would you describe <laughs> his game? Boy, one word. Yeah, you get one. You get one. I would say beast. There we go. I like that one. That's that's a strong one. He's a beast. Now, what separates him from like all the other great players you've either coached or have coached against? uh, Really, is is that easy to to find in Alex? Well, it's not an easy thing to find in Alex, or it wasn't an easy thing to find a Ben. We've been very fortunate here to have some players uh, that have developed here, and and uh, we take you know great pride in that, but. Uh, they're, they're tremendous players, and we've had a few others also get to some Division One schools um, that we're so proud of. Um, so, I, I, I guess, can, can you repeat the question real quick? Yeah, just what separates him from the other uh, great players that you've either coached or have coached well, against? Well, num- number one, he's, he's enormous. You sure. know, I mean, he's 6'3", 305. Um, That'll do it, and, and, and it's and it's a it's a solid three hundred five, um, and just his work ethic. Uh, it was the same way with Ben. Um, Alex is always striving for greatness, always grinding for greatness. A lot of athletes talk about grinding for greatness. Alex lives that every day. Gotcha. He's always in. He's always in the weight room. He's always out on the field with a you know, agile pads, um, you know, working on, on his technique, on his footwork, on his agility, on his speed. Um, and, and he, he's learning mentally too, um, just understanding the game and, and he's just every day he's grinding for greatness. It's, it's something to behold. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'll ever get the opportunity to coach a kid like him, let alone Ben uh, a few years back. And whether it's the weight room in the summer or Friday nights, um, just during the season, what's his personality when it comes to competition? Is he a kid that's pretty vocal or is he more lead by example? What, what's he like around the teammates? 
Um, you know, he, he leads by example quite a bit. I mean, he, he'll speak up. He's one of our captains. Um, he'll, he'll speak up, you know, in, in a huddle and, and rally guys if they need it. Um, but, you know, he's, he's a guy that's going to do his job, and he's going to have fun doing it. Uh, that, that's one thing about, about those guys is that they have fun playing the game. And, uh, you know, like I told him, he's like, uh, you know, like a Tasmanian devil. He just <laughs> he's, he is going all the time. And he will attack you from so many different, uh, you know, um, angles. It's just incredible to watch the strength, the speed, the agility. Um, it's it's off the charts. It, it, he really is, and I, I I believe he's one, if not you know one of the top. Um, I think he's underrated. I think he's one of the top uh, D tackles in in all the nation. No, absolutely, and uh, yeah, hey, I'm not going to disagree with you there, especially as a Michigan State fan. Now that he's committed to us, so yeah, there yeah. we go. Um, yeah, Coach Jake, I, I know that you're super busy today, especially on this Friday morning. Um, is there anything else that you want to add about Alex? I mean, that's all the, the questions I had for you uh, in, in this brief chat. Nope, just super proud of of him, and uh, we'll like I just I got off the phone with him a little while ago, and just you know told him I love him, I always have his back, and. Uh, and uh, anything he needs that I can provide, uh, he'll definitely get it. Um, so just happy for him, uh, happy that the decision's made at this point, um, knowing how he was, uh, you know, having some stress about it. And um, sure. it uh, it feels great. And I feel I just feel great for him and his family. And, and I think it's going to be a tremendous opportunity. And I think Michigan State is just getting a, a hell of a player. All right, guys, tomorrow's show should be a fun one. We got Greg Jones on. Yes, of course, I'm talking about the linebacker icon. He was at Spartan Dog Con, so we're going to talk about what that was all about with him. And eh, we'll see what else we have to uh, talk about tomorrow for your Michigan State Spartans. Guys, betting on the Spartans doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, Ron team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. All right, guys. Have a good week.